go. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your weekly sports breakdown. I'm Asher, joined alongside by Jackson. And today for our first segment, we are going to do a new installation. This is going to be the weekly recap. We are going to be going over all that happened in week 10, plus me and Asher's records so far on our predictions. So, Asher. Yeah. Okay. So, to start us off, we uh, we did cover the Thursday Night Football game in our last episode. Oh, a quick note. Um, during this Thanksgiving holiday, we will be putting in some special episodes uh, maybe a Thursday night football breakdown, a mm-hmm. week 11 recap, etc. You know, just a little extra something for the holidays. But uh, yeah, so my uh, my predictions were nine and five on the week, uh, which brings me up to 16 and 11 on the season. And Jackson was only slightly behind at eight and six. And he is now one game ahead at 17 and 10 on the season. Of course, we started this in week nine. So uh, that's why our that's why we only have like twenty seven games so far. But you know our records are starting to shape up and look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So why don't we get into this first game here? Uh, that was the Texans uh, losing to the Browns in a ten to seven, just complete ground game, weather game, punt game. Not a lot of offense. Uh, yeah. Anything else to add, Jackson? Um, no, except the first game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. We already covered Thursday. Yeah. So that was not a very exciting game. Um, the Washington football team versus the Lions. This one, believe it or not, was a nail biter because Washington almost won, almost completed a comeback. But unfortunately for me, at least in all Washington football teams, fans anywhere, you know, there aren't a lot of them, but, um, it was a pretty good game, pretty exciting, believe it or not. Not um, a matchup you'd think that would be, uh, you know, very close. But anyway, Lions ended up winning, but interesting game in which the Redskins came, uh, sorry, Washington football team came very close to completing a comeback, but could not pull it out. Yeah, that game looked like it was over, and then the football team came back, tied at 27-27 with like a minute left or something, and then the Lions pulled it out with the game-winning field goal. Yeah. Okay, moving on to our next game. We have the Bucks against the Panthers. Looking at the score, it was 46-23 Bucks. Does not look like a very fun game to watch. Uh, however, if you look at the actual box score, or if you look at the actual uh, when the points were scored, it was, um, at a time, it was 17-10 to Carolina. And then it was 17-17 at halftime. And then the Bucks just took off and they destroyed the Panthers in the final two quarters. Uh, just for reference, the first two quarters, 17 to 17. The last two quarters, 29 to 6. So just let that sink in for a second. The Bucks just took hold in the second half of the game and uh, really proved that they're an offensive firepower team. Yes. Yeah. So um, the next game, Eagles versus Giants, a classic NFC East matchup um one of the most watched games of the week i believe just kidding wasn't a very good uh wasn't a very good game um you know uh giants beat the eagles um giants i think are actually um i think they're gonna end up winning the nfc east they're looking like just you know a pretty below average team but not awful 
which is kind of surprising. But anyway, um, not exactly the funnest game to watch, but the Giants cementing themselves. Yeah, the Giants probably cementing themselves, even though I don't believe they have the best record yet. Um, they are having a little bit of a late season surge. So um, probably going to end up with the um, playoff spot for the NFC East. Yeah, uh, the NFC East right now has a combined 10 wins on the season. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have nine wins on the season. They also had their bye week already. So let that sink in for a moment. Uh, it could well, well, be Asher, possible Asher. the Steelers go 16-0. The NFC East does not get 16 wins. Asher, in yes. all fairness, I'm sure that teams on the NFC East also have had their bye weeks. So that kind of, you know, that makes it, that kind of evens it out. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah that's I know, I know. I know. Although, it's not yes. really. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, so moving on to our next game here, we have the Jaguars at, or sorry, uh, the Packers. Um, anyway, uh, it was pretty close. The, the Jaguars, at a time, were leading at the end of the third quarter. And so... Big surprise. Uh, yeah, it was, or sorry, not leading, but it was 17 to 17. And then the Packers pulled it out, but a lot closer than a lot of people thought. Uh, Jake Rutten really carried them on their back with uh, 18 for 35, 169, a touchdown and an interception. Uh, wow. Joking, yeah. of course, that was a not just not a good showing from the Packers, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah anything not, else to add about that? Does not bode well for um, the Packers rematch against the Jaguars this week. Um. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Never mind. Never mind. There's no rematch. Yeah, my bad. Okay, yeah, that would be, yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be a little weird if they played the same team two times yeah, in a row. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so moving on to our next game here, we had the Bills at the Cardinals. Now, this Ooh. game, if you tuned in to the final two minutes, the Cardinals have had two amazing ending games uh both of them ended up in wins they had that overtime thriller uh at uh against seattle and then the uh hail murray as i believe some people are calling it Ooh. but yeah uh so if you if you didn't see that if you didn't see that play definitely go check that out probably going to be the play on the year no oh right? yeah yeah for sure um you know um really remarkable he just went up for it and was inches above three other defenders. But that that made enough to decide maybe what ends up being the best game of the season. You know, two of the top teams in the well, NFL. Maybe. Yeah, two of the top teams in the NFL facing off against each other. Very close game ends up with a miracle play. Um, miracle catch from DeAndre Hopkins, who just soared over um, the rest of the uh, basically, you know, like a third of the Bills' defense. So, um, pretty exciting game right there. And um, Yeah. Uh, the, the Bills, they had a go-ahead touchdown to Stephon Diggs. Now, if the Cardinals hadn't ended up winning that game with uh, the DeAndre Hopkins Hail, Hail Mary catch, uh, that Diggs play would probably have gone down in, as one of the top three plays this year, no? Oh, yeah, probably. Might, yeah, probably won't anymore, actually. But yeah, yeah, but sure. I mean that was an amazing go-ahead touchdown with like 37 seconds left, and then, 
I don't think it's 37. I was just sorry. That was just random. But anyway, uh, the Cardinals drove down. It was an incredible play, probably the play on the year. Uh, so it was uh, 32 to 30 was the final score, and the Cardinals improved to six and three with that win. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, now we have a sad game for Rasher. all of the other two Chargers fans out there. Um, yeah, it was. Not a fun game to watch. I didn't really watch the end of it. Um, the Chargers lost 29-21. It was just, they just got outplayed in every single area of the field, pretty much. Special teams is something the Chargers really need to figure out. Uh, They're, like, last in the league in every statistic in special teams. Yeah, it's not Um, good when you can't figure out even your special teams. That's not, not, like, exactly the most difficult part of football. Yeah, so the Dolphins improved to six and three on the season. Uh, they're looking like a real contender, actually, uh, with with Tua and with their defense and the way that they've been playing recently. Yeah. Um. Just a final stat I'm gonna put out there: there are three teams on the season that have not lost a single game by more than one score. Want to know who those three teams are? The undefeated Steelers, who have never lost a game. The eight and one Chiefs, who uh, yeah, they're eight and one. They're you know the Chiefs, and the two and seven Chargers. Wow, that is a crazy statistic. Came pretty close on yeah. this one with an eight point differential. Um, but theoretically, you know, touchdown, two point conversion. So yeah, so yeah. Hopefully they don't. Oh wait, oh wait, that's a loss, right? Not a win. That was a loss. Yeah, 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 the Chargers yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Um, hopefully they keep that up. Hopefully they, um, they don't add any more games to that, uh, record, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, moving on now, we have the Raiders demolishing the Broncos. Uh, pretty sure everyone expected it. Uh, I think we both predicted that. Yeah. Uh, Drew Locke did not look good. He had, ooh, just looking at his, so 23 for 47. Uh, completion percentage below 50%. Oh, he did throw good. for 257 yards, but really, it's, that was all garbage time. He had one touchdown, four interceptions. Uh-oh. On a day... Redskins quarter, Washington football team quarterback. Bad. Yeah, so that was on a day where Derek Carr only threw the ball 25 times. Uh, you weren't happy for fantasy because he didn't really end up with anything. Uh... But Josh Jacobs got 21 carries. Uh, their number two guy, Devonta Booker, got 16 carries. Uh, both ended up with two of their touchdowns. It was just a demolishing uh, by the Raiders there. So, yeah, the Raiders are a good team. And, you know, maybe someone, maybe me, maybe Jackson, will have a surprise prediction about the Raiders this week. Uh, so stay Ooh, tuned. Yeah. Coming up. Something to look forward to. Okay. So um, now moving on to the next game. This was a surprising one to me. Very surprising. The Seahawks, you know, the NFC West is just very, very evenly matched. When I saw that um, that the Rams were projected to win against the Seahawks, even though it was only by like one or two points, I was incredibly surprised. But it seems like maybe I didn't have the right to because the Seahawks offense is looking like – much more inconsistent now than we thought it was at the beginning of the season. Obviously, you can't expect 
Russell Wilson to continue to keep up the fantasy stats he had at the beginning of the season, that would have been insane. But they're looking kind of like they're in a slump that reminiscent of the Bills earlier this season. Um, so they lost to the Rams, only scoring 16 points, which is surprising for such a high power um offense that they have. I mean, not Bills, the Rams, sorry. Um, but anyway, just makes the NFC West more interesting. Like now I think. Um, let me just check really quickly. Um, yeah, well, we had the Thursday game, but at the time it was tied yeah. six, six and three, yeah. six and three, six and three. Exactly. Right now, the Cardinals are the third lowest in the NFC West with a record of six and four. Yeah, now is- that is that is that is pretty insane. That team, that that division is just insane. And the Niners would have been a real contender. You know they. They did only make it to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, They lost Garoppolo. They lost Kittle. They lost Bosa. Um, Yeah, so the Niners were really good at the beginning of the season. I think they've been plagued by injuries. You know, that's not really their fault. But, uh, yeah, but it it really paves the way for the other three teams to get those division wins that will help them make the playoffs. And I think it'll be really fun to see which, which of the three will, you know, advance. And I think one of those three does make it to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And um even apart from that, you know, um it's crazy like the Cardinals, when you look at the record, you see six and four, you're like, oh, you know, that's pretty good. But for instance, a team like the Bucks have a better record than that, right? Yeah. But then you look at their division and you're like, oh, that's why. It's because this division is so insane that it kind of like unfortunately comes at the expense of the records of the teams in it. For instance, the Bucks are probably more likely to get a wild card spot than say the Cardinals or the Rams, or maybe even Seahawks. Maybe they've descended into that, um, into the Cardinals and Rams level now. But anyway. Um, Although when you look at the Cardinals losses, you have, well, Seahawks on this past Thursday. Uh, that one was pretty close. Although that's a respectable loss. Uh, the yeah. Dolphins, which is also kind of good. The Dolphins are a pretty good team. Yeah, the uh, they did lose to the Lions and the Panthers yeah. in weeks three and four. Yeah. So that, that shows, although this Cardinals team has come a lot from there, so I think they're they're a lot better than the record actually shows. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're, the Cardinals are a little inconsistent at times, but for instance, they're indisputably better than the Buccaneers, yet the Buccaneers have a better shot at the wild card. Just goes to show, you know, sometimes you're playing in a really good division and not only will you not can you maybe not get to the playoffs due to the fact that there's a better team that will win your division, but you can't even get a wild card because, you know, half your games are against really, really good teams as opposed to a Buccaneer, like to the Buccaneers who have like um, a ton of games, you know, against the Falcons and the Panthers and the Saints who are pretty good, but like not the level of, you know, the Seahawks. All right. So yeah, moving on after that uh, Seahawks Rams game, that was not as exciting as people thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steelers demolished the Bengals, thirty-six to ten. Uh, proving that they are probably the undisputed. Well, no, they're an undisputed top three team in the league. I would, I'd say you can you can make a case for the Chiefs. You can make a t- case for the Saints. You can make a case for the. Maybe. I would say Seahawks, but yeah. they were you know. Uh, Bills before maybe. the Rams oh, yeah. game, I would have said the Seahawks. Yeah, that's a good point. Bills, uh, you know, Seahawks, Bills, Cardinals are all kind of up there. Yeah, but uh, yeah. 
so uh, Steelers just they got after Joe Burrow. They just you know what's uh, they're really good. Their defense best in the league, and that's really what's carrying them to all these wins. Uh, what is sort of disconcerting if, as if you were a Steelers fan? What is kind of concerning is that James Conner, their leading rusher, carried the ball 13 times but only got 36 yards Ooh. on this not-so-good Bengals rush defense. And, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's just nothing, but, yeah, you know. I mean, although their defense is just really, really good. They did get after Joe Burrow. They had four sacks in this game. Uh, probably would have been more if not for some great plays by Burrow getting out of the pocket and stuff and so forth. But, yeah, just an absolute beat down by the Steelers. Yeah, you know, I think that one of the most um, remarkable things, when you look at even NFL history, the Steelers just have always have – Really, really good defense, you know? Yeah. Like, um, like, this is going way back. But, um, you know, they have the steel curtain. Like, I think at one point they had, like, the best linemen in the league, the best linebackers in the league, and the best defensive backs in the league, which is crazy. And, you know, maybe they're looking for a repeat in the dynasty to, you know, um, set them apart from the uh, Patriots this year, which they could – it's just definitely possible. So – um, just like, you know, an interesting little um, fact, the Steelers are just like constantly have had really, really good defensive players. But anyway, um, moving on to the next game, we have the 49ers versus the Saints, which predictably was not the best game. 27-13, uh, the biggest, biggest takeaway from that, uh, Drew Brees got injured. Um, you yeah. know, the Saints came out and said that they would not start the yards and touchdowns last year in Jameis Winston. Uh, they would start their third string QB Taysom Hill, who is considered a tight end. It's really weird. And he plays on special teams and he it's weird. They put him in for wildcat plays. Actually you're kinda of cutting it's out weird. a little bit. Can you, can you, like, check your AirPod? Not really. Like... No, no, nothing. Um, sorry for those audio issues there. Uh, don't know if, what we're going to do with the editing, but uh, whatever. Um. So the Saints, they decided they're not going to start Jameis Winston. They're starting Taysom Hill. Uh, who knows if they're actually going to just just put him in on the first drive and then go to Jameis Winston. Who knows if they're just confusing the – sorry, pulling up who they play. Uh, I thought you, like, they play? for a sec. Falcons. Okay, maybe they're just trying to confuse the Falcons in the film room. But, uh, yeah, so Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, who knows what it's going to be. Um I don't think they're. It's gonna change that much. James Winston can, you know, he's can he can throw the ball. Sometimes he's a little reckless, but maybe the Saints are gonna try and correct that. Anyway, uh, Saints did beat the Niners. Uh, the Niners are injured. They're playing with like a third string in every position. You can't really expect them to win games, but uh, you know the Saints are a really good team. They're seven and two, and that you know they were one and two, and now they've won six games in a row. And 
that just shows how good they are. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Going to be um, – wasn't a very interesting game. But, yeah, Saints uh, really showed that they're one of the top teams in the league, which, you know, they're kind of – I think at one point they were like four and three. And now they're at seven and three. So, kind of going on a little bit of a run. Even though 49ers aren't the most formidable opponent, they destroyed the Bucks. So, it's looking like they could be pretty solid. But, anyway. Um, yeah. Actually, you said four and three. No, they were uh, they were one and two, and now they're seven and two. So they won oh, oh, six they're games. Seven and two. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're seven and two. They were one and two. So just let that sink in for a moment. Uh, yeah. So uh, moving on is Sunday night football game is an upset. Ravens Patriots. Uh, 23-17. It was a windy game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not playing at the MVP level that some people, uh, most people expected of him. But the Patriots, they know how to win. They, uh, Jacoby Myers uh, threw for a touchdown. And he's been really, really good of late. Um, and, you know, the Patriots are the Patriots. They have Bill Belichick. They're 4-5. They're and five. I think they actually can sneak in to that seventh seed. Um, and let's just see who is the seven seed right now in the AFC. So right now it would be the, um, oh, it's actually a four way, five way tie. Hmm. So five, six, seven, eight, and nine are all tied at six and three. For that last playoff spot, uh, you have the Dolphins, you have the Raiders, you have the Ravens, you have the Browns, and you have the Titans. Now, I expect the Browns to kind of fall out of that race. Uh, the Dolphins are really good, but maybe the Patriots sneak in at that seventh spot. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, so it could be interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Ravens lost to the Patriots really just goes to show um, a player could be really good one year and really not good the next, which is kind of surprising. But um, anyway, um, moving on to the next game, we have the Vikings versus the Bears. And this one was kind of eye-opening, actually. Did I predict this? I think I did, right? I predicted this. My bad. Never you, mind. You predicted the Bears to win. I predicted the Vikings. The okay, Vikings, well, lo and behold, won. Good job, Asher. But anyway, yes. um. I guess that was the deciding factor between who won the record, I guess. This week, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so um, Vikings now in um, definitely in contention for a wildcard spot. Um, yeah, with, especially with the way the NFC is sort of opening up at the, at the end there with a lot of teams just sloping off and not contending. The playoff picture is kind of wide open for that last spot. Uh, yeah, definitely. I predict the Washington football team ends up with the wild, <laughs> one of the wild cards. Um, maybe a little ahead of the Vikings, but you know, things, uh, you know, teams like the Vikings, you know, sometimes they, they do have to actually win games to be in contention, you know, right? Two and seven isn't going to cut it, really. I, I guess. I, if you want to look at it that way, okay, but yeah, it depends on your perception, okay, but uh, it's it's a matter of opinion, yes, yeah, okay. Um, if, if you flip it around, they're seven and two, so you know. That's a good point. That's a that's a good then, point. Then then they've won. They've then they've clinched their division already. By yeah. the way, their the division is. Um, yeah. But so uh, back to the Vikings Bears. 
it was just uh, the Bears have a good defense. The Vikings middle of the road offense. That's why they didn't put that many points on the board. Yep, Vikings yep. actually have have not a bad defense. The Bears have a terrible offense. Uh, they scored 13, 13 points. Although they did have a kick return from Cordell Patterson. So take that away. They have six points. Uh, yeah. They didn't get anything going in the second half at all. Um, yeah, so Dalvin Cook has been a monster. They gave him the ball 30 times. Uh, he didn't even top 100, though, with that, which just shows that the Bears' defense is still amazing. Yeah. Um, although, when you look at it, uh, Nick Foles, uh, 15 for 26 for 106 and 1. He is, he's not the Nick Foles he was on the Eagles. He is, uh, he's not even the Nick Foles that he was on the Bears a couple weeks ago um, when, he, when they beat the Bucks. Nick Foles. It's not... Yeah, not not looking good for him. Yeah, uh, oh, been, plus he had that injury. But he's been in the he, NFL for a very long time. Um, you have to respect him for that. Yeah, people were counting that, him out before he won with the Eagles. You know, so yeah, yeah. So that is pretty impressive, I think. Um, All just right, another, so just another player who really loves the game and wants to stay in it. So I respect him for that. Okay, so uh, this wasn't in week ten, but I feel that we should cover it here on our recap right uh the seahawks beat the cardinals 28 21 uh the biggest surprise here actually the seahawks defense pulling it out uh that at the end they sacked kyler murray um you know russell wilson is good he can't do everything and i think that was shown uh carlos hyde was back he had a good game 14 for 79 and one uh, but I think once they get Chris Carson back, this Seahawks offense will really start clicking as they can sort of, they don't need to rely on the ground game, but I think they need to take some of the pressure off of Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, so the Seahawks defense finally turned it around against this potent Cardinals offense. That was the biggest story here, I think. Uh, anything else to say, Jackson? Yeah, just a solid NFC West matchup um, <clears throat> in which the Seahawks, um, prove that they still they still have a definitive lead over the Cardinals. The Rams, the gap between the Rams and the Seahawks is closing up a little bit, but um, Seahawks really proved in this game that they are still probably still king of the NFC West despite their um, their earlier loss to the Rams. So um, now moving on to our predictions. So um, the first, first game. game, ten o'clock um, tomorrow, is the Atlanta Falcons. Versus the New Orleans Saints. What do you think? Yeah, so uh, the Saints are favored at home by three and a half points. That is what I would expect. It's a 49 point over under. I expect that to definitely hit the over in this one. Now, Drewbies is not going to be there, as we said earlier. So that really kind of puts into question how the Saints offense is going to work. Although, I think that. The combination, probably combination, of uh, James Winston and Taysom Hill will get it done. This Falcons defense has not been good. Uh, the Falcons offense just, you know, it's not, it's just not good enough. And they're just like a mad team. They don't, they don't have as much talent. It's not like, oh, they get this thing done and then they're amazing. Like you can point to at some teams. They just have all around issues that I think will take a while to fix. They're not the team that went to the Super Bowl. Couple years ago, uh, Todd Gurley just 
no, not destroyed, but like got, you know. Yeah, that had the infamous comeback. Yeah. Um, Todd Gurley just they can't really really rely on him. He's a touchdown guy. He is I don't know, he probably like messed up his knees or something, but something happened in between that twenty seventeen, I wanna say, season and yeah, he used to be the, the best Rams. Yeah. But... He was he was like number one overall and then he uh just something happened. He was he's on a decline and I know he's had a lot of touchdowns this season, but that's just because the Falcons don't have a red zone passing game and they just rely on him. Um, also, yeah. sometimes he scores when he doesn't want to, as was the case <laughs> against the Lions. Um, he can't help himself. He, he goes into the end. He's attracted to the end zone too much. But uh, it's like it's yeah, like a magnet. So, yeah, it's like a magnet. Um, pulling him maybe they the need to investigate that football again. Uh, yeah, but so I'm going to take the Saints in this one. I think they do cover the spread. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be, a, yeah, yeah. you know, the defense can't really keep up. Uh, I don't think the Falcons offense will keep up with the Saints, although this one is kind of one to watch. Uh, it could be a little sneaky upset from the Falcons. Yeah. It is gone. That really helps. Although, who knows? So, uh, yeah. And uh, what do you have, Jackson? Yeah, well, I mean, you said it. Just a. Uh... Probably not going to be the closest of all games, but the fact that Drew Brees, veteran quarterback, um, is the um is no longer on the Saints team for the time being could prove to be troublesome. Um, and the Falcons, which is a team that has actually had a number of close games, um, in a Chargers-esque way, um, could prove to be a challenge to their interdivisional rival, the Saints. So we'll see what happens. Could be a closer game than you expect, um, as proven by the three and a half point spread. So anyway, moving on to the next game. Believe it or not, the Washington football team is actually favored by one point against the Bengals. Now, don't ask me how this is the case, because the Washington football team's record um, is actually not as good as the Bengals, because the Bengals have, I think they're two, seven and one, while the football team is two and seven. And you might be saying, oh, well, you know, that's pretty negligible. But when you look at the fact that the Bengals play in a much better division than um, the NFC East, because, you know, the NFC East just sucks. Um, you got to take into consideration that they've had a much tougher schedule and have actually made games pretty close against solid teams. However, with that said, I'm a Washington football team fan. I know that they are underrated, and they have had close games themselves. Um, for instance, the Lions game last week, I know the Lions are the best team. However, it is a good indication that they can at least, like, you know, maybe win a little bit. But anyway. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to have to disagree with pretty much everything you said there. Uh, the football team, sorry, they suck. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it. Uh, That's what I said. The Bengals, yes, they're not that good. They have solved their issue at quarterback, I think, for the time being. Uh, the football team has not, definitely. Although yeah. Alex Smith should win comeback player of the year. But anyway, uh, the Bengals' offense is really good. The Washington football team is terrible all around. They have so many just self-inflicting mistakes. Uh, They have some talented players like Terry McLaurin, uh, Antonio Gibson. Chase Young. (laughs) Yeah, Chase Young. Uh, But the Bengals Bengals have – yeah, well, the the football team D-line. But the Bengals are passing offense. Uh, They have T. Higgins. Mm -hmm. They have – Tyler Boyd, they have uh, AJ Green on their team, uh, and they have Joe Burrow. So I think that's the Bengals' offense. They're just a better team. Uh, they couldn't get it going against the Steelers. I wouldn't compare the 
the football team to the Steelers at all. I think the Bengals get it going in this one, and they take home the victory. Yeah, I think the Washington football team is going to win because, um, you know, I think that the Washington football team, they, they can surprise some people because when you look at it, apart from quarterback, they have a lot of the pieces. They have very good receivers in Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas and also just, like, pretty solid receiving core. They have – um. They have a very, very good D-line, which could put significant pressure on Joe Burrow, and him being a rookie could cause some problems for the Bengals. Um, they do make very bad mistakes in the defensive coverage, but if they can play a relatively mistake-free game and Alex Smith can take advantage of the of um, his receivers, they could end up winning this game. I think they have as good a shot winning this game as – any, they have all season. Actually, no, take that back. They played against, you know, a lot of bad teams like the Cowboys in the yeah. East. But still, I think that they could win this game. I have them winning this game. I have them, um, I, I, I mean, I would say surprising people, but they're actually projected to win. So we'll see how that goes. All right. So, yeah, moving on here, we have the Lions taking on the Panthers. The Panthers are favored by three points. Uh, I think the biggest question here is Teddy Bridgewater. Does he play? Does he not? Um, he's been questionable. I think he had a rib injury. Don't hold me to that. Um, although uh, the Lions, I think they're a better team. Although Ted, Teddy Bridgewater is a great quarterback. Uh, they did hold the Bucks to a tie game at halftime. Um, whether that's indicative of the Bucks or the Panthers, who knows? I think it's about the pan. I think it's indicative of what the Panthers can do. Uh, the Lions almost let a comeback happen against uh, this football a football team, the Washington football team, and um, yeah. So I think uh, Lions are favored by three points. Um, I think it's all depending on uh, does Teddy Bridgewater play. I think if he plays. The Panthers will upset the Lions. I think if he doesn't play, the Lions win this game. So uh, my prediction is that the Lions win, assuming Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play, because I don't think he will. If he does play, though, I'm going to take the Panthers. Yeah, I have the Panthers winning this one. Um, similar to what Asha said, Teddy Bridgewater is a very large factor in this one. However, the Panthers actually are projected to win nevertheless whether that be because Teddy Bridgewater is expected to not play. Um, I don't know, possibly. Um, however, I think the Panthers win this one, but I think the Lions make it close because there are two um, below-average teams, not horrible teams, but two definitely below-average teams. So um, it'll be a close one. I think the Panthers win, but the Lions make it close. Um, moving on to the next one, pretty similar game in terms of the talent level of both teams. Probably actually a little worse, maybe in terms of the talent level. I don't know. Um, but we have the Patriots taking on the Texans. Patriots are predicted to win by two points. Asher, who do you think wins this game? All right, so the Patriots showed that they have a great defense uh, last week against the Ravens offense, which no one can argue against. They are a better offense than the Texans are. Uh I think that's pretty much proven. Um, it's a 49-point over-under. The Patriots are favored by two points. Now, this game is pretty interesting because uh, the Patriots have been very inconsistent all season. 
you know, they got trounced by the Niners, although that was pre-injuries uh, for the Niners. Uh, and then, you know, they pull off a upset that no one could have predicted against the Ravens. Uh, and I say no one because we didn't. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. Uh, they are favored by two points. Uh, those people that make the lines are experts. Um, I'm not an expert on this game particularly. Uh, I don't really follow the Texans that much. Um, I think the Patriots do win this game. They are a great team. They have the better coach, although Bill O'Brien is gone, which really helps the Texans. Um, but I think the Patriots do win this one. And two points, you know, no games pretty much are within two points. So I'm going to take the Patriots on the spread also. Yeah, you know, I actually do consider myself a little bit of an expert on the Texans. Um, follow them all the time. One of my favorite teams. So I have them winning. And the reason for that is that I think that Deshaun Watson can pull it out against a pretty lackluster, despite the past week's upset Patriots. And, you know, I think that when you have two really, really bad teams, Sometimes the big difference maker is quarterback competence, as we see with a team like the Washington football team. You know, when they play a team that on paper looks just as bad as them, for instance, the Giants, they end up losing because while they may be close games for sure, the quarterback competence on the Redskins, or not, I shouldn't say competence because Alex Smith has been in the league for forever, but the quarterback ability isn't really there. So I'm taking the Texans with this one just because, you know, Deshaun Watson is inarguably a pretty good quarterback. So that's why I'm going with them. But, you know, not going to be the best game in the world. Going to be a close one, I think, but not going to be a great game. All right. Um, Yeah, you said it. Um, Okay, so we have our next game here. It's the Eagles going into Cleveland, taking on the Browns. It's a 47.5 point over under. The Browns are favored by three points. What do you think about this one here, Jackson? Well, you know, I think that the Browns end up winning this one. And my reasoning for this is that the Eagles suck. They're just like, they, they, that's pretty fair reason. Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles suck. The Browns also kind of suck, but you know, if you look at the records better than the Eagles, um, you look at the Eagles playing in a weak division, the record doesn't count quite as much, you know? And I think that the Browns, yeah. they're bad, but they're not as bad as the Eagles. Um, the Eagles, though they are leading the NFC East, doesn't look like they will for long with the Giants coming up a little bit. So I think that the Browns win this one. But as I stated earlier, both teams that really aren't that very good. So I think the Eagles do make it close and pull it within a field goal, believe it or not. So um, I think that... The Browns are going to win. And I think, though I'm predicting for it to be a close game, I would be surprised if the Eagles won. I'm saying it more like, you know, most people would say, you know, oh, it's going to be like a four or five point game. But if I get lucky, it could be like a two point game. You know, I'm going on the high side of that. I don't think there's any chance that the Eagles win. So I think it might be a close game. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm predicting. But I think the Browns are pretty much inevitably going to win. All right, yeah, the Browns. Uh, interesting story throughout the season. Um, trivia question here: What is the combined record of the teams that the Browns have lost to? 
Ooh, ooh, I know. The Browns are six and three. That's what I was gonna say. Oh no, they're six and three. The three teams that they have lost oh, to. Never mind. What is the combined record? Um, twenty-seven. It's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven games that the other teams have play, played. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry, that's I phrased that. I phrased that incorrectly. What are you um, talking about? The three teams that they've played have played twenty-seven total games. What do you think the combined record is? You know, 10 and 17, 17, 10, 27 and 0, 0 and 27. What's the combined record of the teams the Browns have played? Don't no, look at I actually stumbled across this stat. And it was very, very interesting. It was. Um. It was. Uh, wait, wait. It was. That's my brain. Um. It's okay if you forgot. Just oh, guess. No, 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 Based I off know, of the Browns. No, 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 no. Trust what me. do you think it is? It is precisely yes nine and eighteen. No, nine and seventeen. So that would be. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That would be twenty. Okay. I know. I know. I know. I'm kidding. It is actually, believe it or not, twenty-one and six. The teams that they have lost to are the Steelers, the Raiders, and the Ravens. Wow. That is so very they have lost record. to some pretty good teams. Now, in yeah. fairness, they lost uh 38 to 7, 38 to 6, 16 to 6. Now the 16 to 6, that was a bad weather game. <clears throat> Throw that one out. Also 38 they- to 7 against the Steelers. 38 to 6 against the Ravens. Yeah, and they came now when they lose the football team. So, when they lose, they lose badly. Now when they win, they don't win by much. Their greatest win on the season against the football team was 14 points. Uh the next best one was only 9 against the Cowboys. Mm. So, I think it's actually going to be close. Now, looking at the spread here, it's only 3 points. The Eagles suck. You said it. The Browns win this game, no question. I I don't think they can tarnish that record of twenty one and six to the teams they've lost to. So, you know they uh they can't afford to lose to that Eagles team. Uh, that would be like another six losses. So, uh, yeah. I think they win and they cover the spread. That's why. Okay, yeah, that's a very very um interesting stat you had there, Asher. Even though I already knew. But um, even though you were incorrect in what you knew, yeah, I know, I know. But whatever, whatever. That's besides yes. Me. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> um, moving on to the next game, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Basically, polar opposites. So nine and zero, one and eight. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the only more opposite one would be Steelers and Jets or Chiefs and Jaguars. Yes. But when you think about it, if you go with that, then if you go with, like, matching the records against each other, like, you know, the wins and the losses, then you could make the argument that the, uh, wait, wait, I'm trying to find a good one. That the, uh, that, um, that the wait wait no there are no good ones. Okay. Uh, no 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 no. I need to make this point here. I, need to make I this think point. Jackson wants to have 
a interesting stat about this I game. I do have an I had one about stat. the other game. This makes the Falcons the opposite of the Titans. Yeah, I could see that as opposite. No, no, that is not. What's not your point? Not at all. What's your point here? My Those point are is that the, you the can Falcons have, have an okay offense and a terrible defense. No, it's, no, it's that you can have a five the and fourteen. Titans team. have a great offense. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. You can have. A I think it's time to mute Jackson no, 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 here. No, 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 no. Anyway, Jackson is muted now. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Finish your point. Finish your point. Okay, thank you, thank you. And you guys, you guys would be glad that I that I make this point. Okay, it's very very insightful. <laughs> you can have a five and four team be the opposite of a four and five team, even though they're almost the same. How's that for a thought question? Well, aren't they almost always? Okay. Um, that is a good that we're is getting good. We're getting way too off topic here. Um, okay, we don't want this to be two hours of just talking about weird use of stats that we find. Um, anyway, uh, Steelers, Jaguars, it's a 10.5 point over under. Uh, sorry, no. 46 point over under, 10.5 point spread. Um, that would be weird if you're a 10.5 point over under. I don't think yeah. any game has ever gone <laughs> under ten and a half points. Anyway, uh, Steelers, Jaguars. Asher, Asher, really have, have, to... have you have you never heard of Super Bowl twenty six in which the score was zero to one? No, I'm kidding. That's not. That's I'm kidding. not. I know one is not a possible score. <laughs> oh, speaking of it, the uh, Washington football team actually won Super Bowl twenty six. Oh, see, that's so, why I brought it up. Interesting. Yes. Anyway, it was 37-24, but, you know, almost almost there. Almost there. Anyway, uh, we don't really have to go over this. The Steelers are going to win. Uh, however, the Jaguars did only lose by four points to the Packers. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers did trounce the Bengals, although this Jaguars team can actually, uh, I think, stop the run game of the Steelers, and that will actually limit their points point total. So I think in a sneaky way with the garbage time touchdowns, the Steelers won't actually score in the fourth quarter. The Jaguars, I think, can put some points up on the board, like 14 points. Bang, it's like a nine-point game or a 10-point game, which is all you need. I think a sneaky little bet here is that the Jaguars actually cover the spread. I agree with that. I think that, interestingly enough, oftentimes the teams that end up covering the spreads are the really bad ones. Because, you know, yeah. time oftentimes isn't taken into account as much as it should. So, um, yeah, I have the same thing as Asher. Steelers obviously going to win, continue their undefeated record. But the Jaguars will cover the spread here. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Titans-Ravens. This one's interesting. What do you yeah. think, Jackson? So, here we have the Ravens being favored by a surprising six points. And this is because the Titans have been really going downhill recently, um, losing against some not-so-good teams. So I have the Ravens winning this one. However, with that said, the Ravens are by no means phenomenal. They're a good football team that could well probably be a wild card, but have taken a significant drop-off from last year. And this is why I have the Titans making it close. If, when you really think about it, the two teams are actually pretty similar in that – 
they're both, you know, they're both, um, they're both, I think, uh, six and six three, and, three. and yes. also, uh, what is it? Is it, wait, what is it? Five and four, six and three, five and three, something like that. Six and three, six and three. Six and three, six and three. All right. So they're both in the same, they're both in the same round. So, um, the Raven, though the Titans, um, you know, they have probably had a much easier schedule and they've also been declining a little bit in past weeks. Um, I don't think that the Ravens are that much better than them. There's only so much better that um, one six and three team can be from another six and three team. So um, that's why I have the Titans um, pulling within a touchdown of this one. Though I think the Ravens are still indisputably the better team and do walk away this, with this win. However, who knows? Maybe it could be an upset. Um, that's definitely a possibility. Okay, so, yeah, um, the Ravens are 6-3. and three. When you look at their losses, they lost to the Steelers, and they lost to the Chiefs, and they lost recently in the Sunday Night Football game in a weird upset to the Patriots. Now, that one was a weather game. Uh, you could just – that was an error game. You could just throw that out of the window. Uh, the Titans, all three of their losses have come in the last <laughs> – yes, in the last four weeks. Uh, I think the Ravens are the better football team. They're also at home. That's why they're projected to win by six points. I think they do. I think they win by more. So they they do cover the spread. Yeah, yeah. Interesting point. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely possibility. Um All right. So here we go to a game where we are actually disputed for another time on who will win. Uh Jackson, you go first. Yeah, so conveniently, um, this is actually one of the probably the biggest game of the week. So, um, this will be an interesting one, though it may only count as one win for the record on the record for whoever wins this one. Um, it really will be much more significant because this is going to be a close game with the Colts projected to, um, win to the Packers by one and a half points, both very, very good teams, basically playoff locks. I'd say, um, pretty much. Yeah. Colts six and three Packers seven and two. So pretty similar teams with the Colts arguably having a better, um, a better, like a tougher schedule. So that's probably why they are projected to win, uh, accompanied by the fact that the game will be at their stadium. I have the Packers winning this one. And this is because they just have so many offensive weapons. They have Aaron Rodgers. They have um, Aaron Jones. They have um, Devontae Adams. They have so many good players. They're a lot like the Seahawks, actually, in that they have a very good offense. Um, however, as we saw last year, last um, last game, they lost. They won to the Jaguars by only four points. The Jaguars being a one and eighteen. So they are also looking like the Seahawks in that sometimes they can't really get their offense going. And when that happens, the Indianapolis Colts will smell blood because the Colts have one of the best defenses in the league, and they definitely have the potential to prevent this Packers offense from finding any momentum. In that case, the Colts would win. However, with that said, I have the Packers winning this one just because I don't feel that I could bet against a team with so much offensive firepower. This is not to say it's not going to be a close one. It will be a very close game. Also, this is not to say by any means that the Packers have a 100% chance of winning. I'd say they probably have a 60% chance of winning in my eye. However, I still do take them over the Colts because I think overall – they just have more talent than the Colts. Um, even though they could suffer from inconsistency, let's hope the slump that they had last game does not carry over to this game. And I think that they 
will win this one. All right. Uh, yeah. So the the Packers they are seven to two. They did win their last two games. It was against the Niners, and it was against the Jaguars. The Jaguars they only beat by four points. Four points. Yeah. Now they may not have Devontae Adams for this game. He has an injury. Their medical staff very conservative. Uh, they lost to the Vikings. They lost to the Bucks. Uh, they are not, I don't think they're as good as people think they are. And the Colts, meanwhile, uh, in the spirit of throwing things out of the window, let's throw out their week one loss to the Jaguars. That was their only win on the season. The Jaguars are now one and eight. They've lost eight in a row. The Jaguars were, there was no, that you can't expect that. Uh, the Colts rebounded winning three straight. Uh, they did lose to the Browns. Um, however, they're coming off of a recent, uh, trouncing of the Titans, uh, 34-17. Now, I think the Colts, you know, you can make the case that on the season, the Packers are better. I think recently the Colts are the team. However, that is the better one. So I think they win this game. Uh, they're favored. So that shows you that Vegas thinks they will win. It's a 51.5 point over-under, which really says something about how this Colts team has transformed under Phillip Rivers. Uh, they're still a really good defense. Uh, the Packers aren't without Devontae Adams. I think that really, really shifts this game. Um, they're still without Alan Lazard for one more week, and Aaron Rodgers needs to rely on somebody. MBS, he can't do that. So uh, I think the Colts do win this game, and of course they cover the spread because, as I said, not a lot of games end one point or less. Yeah, for sure. Um, interesting take. Um, that is going to be definitely one of the best games if not probably the best game this week. So make sure to tune into yeah. that one. Um, Now moving on to the New York Jets versus the Los Angeles Chargers. So I think we could just throw the New York Jets 0-9 record out of the window, which is why I am <laughs> okay. winning against the Chargers. Kidding. Um, Chargers much, much, much better than their record shows. As Asher has stated earlier, they're actually not a horrible team. Approaching average probably, probably an average team, they just play to their competition yeah. level. They yeah. either play up against good teams and barely lose, or they play down against bad teams and barely lose. So, um, but it's hard to play down to the Jets' incredibly low level of competition. So, I think the Chargers win this one. I don't think it's going to be that close. Um, I also think that they do satisfy the nine and a half point spread, despite the fact that most of their games are very close. The Jets have only covered the spread, I think, one time so far this year, which means that the Chargers will, I think, um, win the spread. However, maybe they won't, but it is pretty indisputable that the Chargers are going to win this game. The New York Jets very, very possibly, very likely probably, will end up as a third team in NFL history to go defeated this season. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Chargers, you said it. Um, the Chargers, I I don't know if I've mentioned this stat before, Uh Three teams of the season have not lost by more than one score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that earlier this uh, this episode. Oh, I did? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wait, I did? Yeah. <laughs> we're really no, I don't think I did. Okay. Anyway, I'm just going to repeat it. Uh, I like saying it. It makes me feel better about the season. Um, there are three teams that have, lost, that have not lost a single game by more than a score. The Chiefs at eight and one, the Steelers at nine and zero, and the Chargers at two and seven. So that shows you something. Um, 
maybe they're terrible at close games. That's definitely proven. Although, I think they win this game. The Jets just suck. If the Chargers lose, I'm, I don't know what to do. Uh, but they won't lose. I think they'll win. And the spread, it's nine and a half points, which is pretty tough to overcome. Uh, but I think the, I think they can't, I think they will cover the spread. Um, but that one's right around where I put the ending score around nine, 10, eight points. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think it's as close as the score will suggest. I think the Jets maybe score in the last couple minutes or something like that, which makes it close. That one, I would not really definitively pick a side. If I had to, I'd say the Chargers do cover it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I'll say. Um, okay, uh, Dolphins-Broncos. Dolphins yeah, favored by three and a half points, uh, 45 and a half point over-under. What do you think, Jackson? I think that though the Bronc- I think that the Broncos are a very inconsistent team and do not have the capacity to come within um, maybe three points of the Dolphins. However, I do not think that that will happen. As I said, they're inconsistent. If they have a good game, that could happen. If not, that will most definitely not happen. So I think that the Dolphins actually um, end up obviously both winning this game. They're a very formidable team now. I don't know how that happened. Probably had something to do with drafting to a tag of Veloa. Um, no, I, that's not how you say his name. Whatever. Uh, not even try. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but um, you know, last season they were laughing stocks uh, along with the Washington football team. That hasn't changed for the Washington football team, but it has changed for the Dolphins. They've been able to turn that around. So um, I think they do um continue on. I think this pretty hard streak that they are on right now and beat the Broncos um and co- uh cover the relatively small, surprisingly small three and a half point spread. Yeah, so the Broncos are not really good. Uh, the the Dolphins are pretty good as of late. Uh, the Broncos coming off, they're getting annihilated by the Raiders. The Dolphins, uh, sadly, coming off of their win against the Chargers, mm-hmm. at least for me. Uh, but yeah, you said it. Uh, I think they win. It's not that exciting in the game. Only 45 and a, and a half points implied. Yeah, not enough. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's that fun of a game, but I think the Dolphins win and they cover the spread. Yeah, don't watch this game, guys. Don't watch it. Okay. Uh, yeah, another game I don't think you should watch if you're a Cowboy fan. Uh, the Cowboys are going into Minnesota to take on the Red Hot Vikings. Yes. So the Vikings, after this game, um, provided they don't, like, you know, do something stupid, um, yes. like, will now be in pretty heavy contention. For a playoff spot, um, a wild card spot, maybe even taking away a spot from you know the um a team in the NFC West, whether that um be the Rams or the Cardinals or maybe even possibly or the Seahawks. Who knows? Yeah, what happens? Who knows what happens? But anyway, um, Vikings definitely, definitely, definitely gonna win this game. If the Reds, no, sorry, forgive me. If the football team can beat the Cowboys by I think it was like eighteen points, then the Vikings can beat the Cowboys by seven points. So Vikings destroy the Cowboys, not even close, win by over a touchdown, unless Dallas scores in garbage time. But I, I don't even think that'll happen. I think the Minnesota Vikings just run away with this one. All right. Uh, yeah, you said it. Uh, the Vikings are very good lately. Um, I don't think that changes. They won three straight. The Cowboys, let's just let's just hold a moment of silence for their season. Um. Okay, that's all we need. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a 40, 48 point over under. I expect most of those points to come from the Vikings. The Cowboys offense has been trash. The Cowboys defense has been trash. The Cowboys, everything has been trash. Their season, their win column, their loss column. You get the picture. Vikings win. They cover this spread. Easy game. Yes, I agree. Okay, uh, now this one is actually going to be very exciting. Uh, believe very this, exciting. I believe this is the... Uh, Sunday night football game. I may not. I may be wrong. It's the. Uh, yes, it is the Chiefs taking on the Raiders. Now, the last time they played, the unthinkable happened. The Raiders pulled off a victory against the the defending Super Bowl champions. Yes. Now Vegas thinks this won't happen again. The Chiefs are favored by eight and a half points. It is a fifty-seven. Point over under. What do you think about this one, Jackson? Well, obviously, both teams have very, very good offenses that have the ability to produce very high numbers. I have the Chiefs winning this one. I think that despite their only loss in the season coming thus far from the Raiders, I think that the Chiefs do end up pulling this off. Um, as the eight and a half point spread, um, kind of like foretells. The Chiefs are a better team than the Raiders. They're not eight and a half points better on a regular basis. I don't think so. I don't think. But I think that they are the better team than the Raiders with their record sitting at second best in the NFL with eight and one, um, as opposed to the Raiders' record, which um, is a pretty good winning record of six and three. However, not on the same level as the Chiefs by any means. So I think the Chiefs end up winning this one. However, the Chiefs' only loss this season has come to the Raiders. So what's going to happen? Who knows? This could be a very surprising one. We'll say one thing. It is rare that we see a Sunday night football game have a spread, such a large spread, usually supposed to be some of the best games of the week. So that is very surprising to me, actually. I don't know how that spread got so large. Going to be a very close game. However, um, I have – so I have the Raiders actually covering the spread, but I have the Chiefs pulling this one off and winning. So um, going to be an interesting game. Definitely tune into that one. Of course, Sunday night football, so you probably will anyway. But – um, you know, going to be, if you like passes, if you like, you know, 60-yard touchdown passes um, on, you know, on a pretty frequent basis, um, if you like high offensive games where um, it's like, I, I don't know. If you like to yeah. watch high-scoring games, then watch anyway. the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going to be a highlight reel game, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a game for all games. For the year, oh, yeah. for all years. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So I am going to now. Hear me out. I am taking the Raiders. Okay. This game. The Chiefs. They are eight and one. They barely beat the Panthers. Throw out their win against the Jets. Throw out their win against the Broncos. They only won by one score against the Bills. They lost to the Raiders in Arrowhead Stadium. Now, this game is uh, home turf, I think you'd say, for the Raiders. Uh, they did beat the Patriots. They didn't have uh, – not Tom Brady. Um, Cam Newton in that game. That's like the Jets pretty much, uh, Patriots without Cam Newton. Uh, they did beat the Ravens. Now, that is a quality win. They should have lost to the Chargers. They almost lost to the Chargers. They won by three points in overtime. That's not a convincing win against for me. 
Uh, they did beat the Texans 34-20. Really on the season, they only have two convincing wins for me. They beat the Texans and they beat the Ravens. So that is their main win. They lost to the Raiders by eight points in Arrowhead Stadium. They're, they're going to go into Las Vegas, even with no fans. I think the Raiders can pull this one out uh, because the Raiders, they're a good football team. Um, they have won three straights. They Their losses come to the Bucs. Uh, they did lose to the Patriots, but that was with Cam Newton. Uh, they beat the Saints. They beat the Panthers. They did lose to the Bills. That was by one score. So Bills, Bucks, Patriots with Cam Newton. Uh, those none of those three losses are re- to you know all all three of those teams at those points were really good. So uh, I do have the Raiders in an upset win this game. Interesting take. Well, definitely make sure to tune into that one. Going to be very very interesting. So now moving on to the final game, actually might be a pretty close one as well. So um, we have the Rams attempting to take on the Buccaneers. So the Rams, they are 6-3 right now. The Buccaneers are 7-2. So both very close in terms of records. However, when you look at um, just very, actually very, very similar, similar teams. Um, when you look at um, the Buccaneers' uh, best win, it was against probably um, the Packers, who they destroyed 38-10. to 10. Packers being one of the best teams in the league. Then you look at the Rams' best game, which is more recently, it's worth pointing out, um, in which they won um, against the Seahawks and held the Seahawks to only 16 points, which is a very, very impressive feat containing Russell Wilson like that. So I think that possibly the Buccaneers' um, – this is going to be such a close game. I think that the Rams actually end up pulling this one out. Both are pretty inconsistent teams with the, for instance, the Buccaneers winning against um, a team such as the Packers, but um, you know, they lost both of the games against the Saints and they only won their game against the Giants by two points, which doesn't bode very well for them. However, when you look at the Rams, they are arguably even less consistent in the fact that um that um, they lost to the 49ers um, by a pretty handy eight points. So um, definitely going to be interesting to watch. I think the Rams end up up pulling this one out. However, it's going to be a very close game. So I think that the Buccaneers do make this a very close game. However, I would not be in the least bit surprised should the Buccaneers win as it is only a four-point spread. The reason why I'm taking the Rams is I just think that overall they're a – Slightly more consistent team um, with less ups and downs and also a little less reliant on their offense. Tom Brady is getting less consistent, has been shown to sometimes not do very well in certain games. And the Rams generally are not as high scoring, which actually does count in their favor for this, which means they can fall back a little more on their defense, whereas the Buccaneers don't have that luxury, which is why I'm taking the Rams. However, if Tom Brady has another one of his really good games that he's been having, pretty recently, he could end up um, taking the Bucks to a win in this one. All right, yeah, you said it. Uh, both teams are very inconsistent. The Bucs, uh, they beat the Panthers 46-23. They 
got crushed by the Saints, 38-3. to They, I would say, that was actually a down week against the Giants. They probably should have gone into overtime. That was probably a missed PI call on the two-point conversion uh, in week eight. Um, they did beat the Raiders. That's an up. They did beat the Packers. That's an up. They lost to the Bears. That's a down. They barely beat the Chargers. I say barely. I say barely because they probably should have lost. If the game, you know, if there has there wasn't that one fumble right before halftime, the Chargers would have won. Uh, I say that's a down week because the Chargers weren't that aren't that good of a football team. I have have to admit it. Uh, they did beat the Broncos. They beat the Panthers, and then they got crushed by the Saints back in Week One. The Bucks, as you saw, they're up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Uh, they are seven and three, I believe. Uh, Although when you look at this Rams team, they're also there. They beat the uh, what do you call? It? They beat the Seahawks. They lost to the Dolphins. They beat the Rams. They lost to the Niners. They beat the football team. They beat the Giants. They lost to the Bills. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Cowboys. So most of these teams have ups and downs. None of them are really streaky. I believe that the Rams are the better team coming into this game. Maybe earlier in the season, the Bucks would have won. I think uh, the Rams. They win this game. You said it also. It's only 48-point over-under. It's really something because the Bucks are a high-flying offense. The Rams usually are. Although, that 48-point over-under puts the implied point total for the Bucks at 26 and the Rams at 22. So, that's not a high-scoring game. I I think it's going to be more than that. But I think uh, I think the Rams are, you know, at times they're the best in the league. At times they're a terrible football team. I think it all depends on how Jared Goff wakes up i think um but i think he is in a good mood this week maybe he won in fantasy yesterday or something i don't know i'm gonna take the rams in this one okay so now moving on to our final segment the games of the week so me and asher are going to be breaking down the two games that you just absolutely cannot miss so Asher, what's your game okay so i like to give a little rating out of 10 for my games uh, this week, you have a lot of games to choose from, but, uh, as I just said, probably, like, two minutes ago on this podcast, if you're, if you're listening, you can go back, uh, if you didn't pay attention or something, I don't know, uh, the Chiefs are playing the Raiders, Sunday Night Football, it's the highest over-under on the week, I believe, let me check, yes, by, like, by six points, and it's a 57-point over-under, the Chiefs are favored by eight and a half points. You have a lot of storylines in this one. Uh, maybe the Raiders, if the Chiefs lose, they have a tough schedule rating. Raiders have an easy one. Maybe the Raiders win the division. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. Maybe the Chargers win the division. They at nine. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So the Chiefs are favored by eight and a half points. The Raiders did win in Arrowhead Stadium last time they played. Now the Raiders are at home. It's Sunday Night Football. It's a primetime game. It's going to be really fun to watch. So out of 10, I'm going to give this game. Uh, there's there's a fair amount of talent with Patrick Mahomes and the weapons on the Raiders. It's going to be a lot of offense. I don't really see any storylines coming into this. I think the Raiders do get a wild card spot, but the Chiefs are going to probably finish at like 13-3. and three. I think they, they win the division, obviously. Um, so I'm going to give this an 8.9 out of 10 on that scale okay. rate. I feel like we're inflating these ratings a little bit. <laughs> How? 
That was, I think what we should end up, I think it's almost should, nine. I think what we should do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. So we have done some deliberating. We're going to decide to have our rankings be based on what normal football games are, not proportionally compared to the games of this week. Uh, if they were games this week, I would say the Chiefs Raiders is is definitely is far and away the best game. Uh, so I would probably give it like a nine point six based off of the other games, but eight point nine based off of what a usual football game is. Yeah, well, interesting because I think that the Green Bay Packers versus Colts might actually end up being the best game. Depends on what you like. If you're one of those, I'd say, um, either just like a football fan who loves offense or a more casual football fan who likes, you know, seeing points being scored, Chiefs Raiders is the game for you. However, if you are one of those diehard football fans who just loves to see a nice close game that doesn't go too high in terms of the scoring, but is very, very competitive, I would suggest you watch the Green Bay Packers versus the Indianapolis Colts. So here we have one of the best offenses in the league in the Green Bay Packers facing off against one of the best defenses in the league in the Indianapolis Colts. So the big question is, who's better, the Colts defense or the Packers offense? Will the Packers offense succumb to the Colts defense? Who knows? That is what will make it such an interesting game. However, no real storylines here. Both teams probably set to win their respective divisions. Um, probably. So not a lot at stake here other than prop, basically. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I give it, um, an 8.5 rating. Um, because I think there aren't really a lot of storylines. I think that, um, for most football fans who love seeing offense, not going to be as fun as Chiefs Raiders. However, for those football fans who like to see more of a grinded out game, this could be your game. And for them, this will be a very exciting game and definitely higher than an 8.5. So um, definitely tune into this one in addition to the Chiefs versus Raiders game. Going to be a very close game between two top flight teams. Yeah, okay. So uh, looking at the time here, I think this podcast has run a little bit long. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for us today uh over the thanksgiving break you can expect another episode out monday or tuesday probably as we are going to recap this week how our predictions went yada 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 maybe a fantasy segment i don't know we're gonna throw it in there a couple you're getting even excited okay uh yeah (laughs) so um yeah so that is it uh thank you for watching or not watching thank you for listening uh, be sure to leave a five-star review down in the, I don't know, wherever you're listening, down, scroll down, you can't see me, but I'm pointing down, uh, scroll down, click that five-star, you want all those stars to highlight, because then other people will listen to us, because they see the, the algorithm will recommend it, so then they will listen, so then they will do the five-star, because they're listening to what I'm saying right now, it's a cycle, Pretty neat then, we will keep doing it, and then uh, it can be better and more fun and entertaining for you to listen. Uh, it's ev- everyone benefits pretty much, right? I mean, I'd say so, except for people who don't like this podcast. If you don't like this podcast, just don't leave a review at all. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, nothing else to say. Uh, thanks for watching and. 
Tune in next time. Uh, this has been your weekly sports breakdown. Bye.